But the time for preparation is past. The crisis is now upon us all. Holy crimson skies of death! Leroy, a.k.a. your favorite podcasters, least favorite podcaster, uh, with my co-host. This is Eli, a.k.a. Doodoo Higgins. Okay. Please tell me that's not a porn name. <laughs> it should be. It should not be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we're back with another episode, and yeah, uh, we're recording this late, and a bunch of shit happened. As a matter of fact, we're going to talk about some shit that's going to feel like it's like 100 years old, but it really only like, what? like four days old but like an internet Probably. world it's like forever yeah. dog years yeah we yeah such small like... attention spans yeah so we got we actually got a lot to cover so yeah we're gonna pull in overtime on this episode eli don't worry you're getting overtime so you're gonna get a time and a half on what you're getting paid now so sweet woo-hoo. zero <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, Eli, I know you got something you want to talk about, something because we had a celebrity death through two happen this week, and we just kind of want to briefly oh, address yeah. it. So yeah, so, yeah I'm gonna let you so, go first, and after that, I'm gonna talk about something. Okay, um, Carol Spinney, Spiney passed away. Now I guess he did. He was the puppeteer for Big Bird and Oscar the Grouch on Sesame Street. Oh, damn. Okay. So, um, yeah, uh, I, I think it's safe to say. I mean, I don't know. I'm a Gen X or am I a boomer? I don't know. I'm old. Okay. We might need to talk would, about that like because there are new classifications going out right now. Yeah. So there's a, there's a, a class between Gen X and millennials. Yeah. Because basically, like, we're Gen Xers that know how to use social media. So it's going to put us in a different class. Yeah, but back to the celebrity yeah. death. But um, I'd like to think that, I mean, I grew up with Sesame Street. I would like to, even my kid, remember, was into Elmo, you know, and he's a millennial. You mm-hmm. know. <laughs> uh, so I would like to think that most of us probably grew up with Sesame Street, at least in this country. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think uh, we all know who Big Bird is and who Oscar the Grouch is and who all that whole Sesame Street cast is. So I think... Um, this might hit home for a lot of us. Uh, so he passed away. He was in his eighties, but, um, I guess what I was telling you about, I actually auditioned for Sesame street when I was a little kid. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. When we when I was living in New York, uh, my mom worked for the American Indian community house in Manhattan and they would take like, you know, the hood kids, you know, underprivileged kids to, events and stuff like that and they took a bunch of us to go audition for sesame street so i actually went to the soundstage um and um 
I remember go. We all went there, and I remember being very excited because I know what Sesame Street was. Mm-hmm. And you know, hey, so when I, I'm sure, like when they asked, "Hey, who wants to go to Sesame Street?" We're all like, "Fuck yeah, let's go!" <laughs> <laughs> you know. So I remember going there. I remember going into a building. I remember taking a fucking elevator up to so whatever floor. Then nice. the elevator, like the PBS studio, whatever. Yeah, and the elevator opened, and there was the set of Sesame Street inside and upstairs a building <laughs> did you see did you see like a uh, elmo like to the side smoking a cigarette or something like that off I, set I saw i i saw them filming like a scene with oscar the grouch like the cookie monster and they were uh you know doing the shape or whatever and the, the actors that were on the set at the time i saw them mm-hmm. um and then i seen the big bird guy without the big bird outfit. he was just walking around in his big bird legs um, he didn't have the body on. Yeah, and, I, I'm pretty sure that would fuck you up as a kid. And I think it did. <laughs> because my sister and my mom tell this story, said I, after that, like when we left, that they said I felt sick, that my head hurted. And when they asked what was wrong, I told them that Big Bird pecked me in the head. Like, you know, like Woody Woodpecker. <laughs> I mean, but he, he didn't. <laughs> he did I don't think he did, but I think it, it, it probably did fuck me up because it, maybe he, did, he blacked it out or something. I don't know. Yeah, because and I, I was little, I was like four or five. I mean, I, I remember going there and I remember seeing all the shit, but I don't remember how I felt. Yeah. You know, um, but it, it, it probably was like that episode of Family Guy where Stewie goes to that TV show that he likes and he finds, you know, it's all fake and shit, and he starts yeah. freaking out. <laughs> I wonder if that's what happened. You know, because I seen Big Bird with the dude. Dude's legs, you know, he was just right. wearing those legs. So I, it, it probably had, it probably, yeah, it probably did like freak me out. And like, this world is bullshit. You know? <laughs> Nothing is real. <laughs> Nothing's real. Then next year they told you Santa Claus wasn't real. Then yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like my world was shattered. <laughs> right. The, the day my childhood ended was the day I went Big to Big Bird your childhood. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but I mean, obviously I didn't, I didn't get the part, you know, like I don't even remember like auditioning but or that's probably why you did. didn't get the part you ran out of this saying <laughs> big bird <laughs> like <laughs> what the fuck is this shit <laughs> right <laughs> like psychologically scarred yeah. you and shit yeah y'all probably wouldn't hire you either yeah so who knows like that could have been my but that, that could have been my big break you could have been you could have been movie star eli right now you know i yeah, trying to get I, your I autograph and send some bodyguards after me or some shit yeah. you know that could have been me as aquaman you could be jason momoa that's what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> Or the porn star. What did I say my name was? Oh, the porn parody. Doodoo Brown? Doodoo Higgins? <laughs> Doodoo Higgins. Starting a porn parody of Aquaman. Yeah. So rest in peace to uh, Spiny or Spinny or whatever that guy's name was. Sorry. <laughs> Carol Spiny. Yes. Spiny. The guy, Big Bird and Oscar the Grouch. Yes, know. the rest guy that fucked up Eli's peace. childhood. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that being said, now, uh, like I said, since you had one celebrity death, there's another celebrity death I want to talk about. But it's a Eli. This is probably gonna be the most interesting celebrity death we've ever had on this show. And the okay. reason it's weird because I just heard about this guy like a few days ago. Even though he's okay. A celebrity. Okay. So, have you ever heard of a rapper named Juice World? No. Is this what you were telling me about? This is what I was telling you about. Okay, let me tell you about exactly. I thought you were talking about a, thought you were talking about a restaurant or something. Yeah, I wish. Juice Jamba World would Juice. be a nice restaurant. I mean, what, what do you think they would serve there? Like, I mean, 
like a juice, juice bar. I w- like when you said Juice World, I thought of like Jamba Juice or something. I don't want Jamba Juice. I want something like Kiwi or something like that. Kiwi with the splash. Anyway, back to Juice World. Okay, so 21-year-old rapper, he passed. Guess how he died, Eli? I don't know. Well, I hope he wasn't shot. Wasn't shot. So that means what else? Okay. Probably um, drugs. Drugs, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. So here's what happened. So he was in uh, an airport like that. It's all allegedly. There's still no autopsy and things like that. Uh, apparently, he was caught by the police, and they were raiding him because they thought he had drugs on him. So what they did, they said he had seven Percocets on him at the time. So to get them away from the police, he took them all at the same time. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, okay. had a seizure. Boom, that's it. So here's my thing. This is the reason that- I want to talk about that because – like I said, I've actually never heard of his. I've heard of his name before, but I never heard of his music before. But the reason I've heard of his music before because something about his music just rubs me the wrong way, and it's because he's one of the, he's like this new wave of like drug drug rappers coming out right now. Now, what I mean by that, okay, Eli, when we grew up in the '90s listening to rap music. We listened to it was fucked up, but we listened to drug dealers as rappers. You know, always talking about dealing drugs. Still fucked up, yeah. but that's what they rap or, about. Or smoking. You know, a lot of them smoke. Or, or, or weed. They smoke weed. Smoke weed. Yes. Is that a drug? <laughs> We're going to... It depends on how the election goes next legal, year. legal. Yeah. <laughs> depends on your state, you know. <laughs> uh, so, but that was then. That was in the 90s. I mean, like I said, because we're Gen Xers. Or Gen X Cineals, or whatever you want to fuck you want to call us, okay? <laughs> so, but now, with these millennials, they don't listen to drug dealers as rappers. They listen to drug users as rappers. These yeah, rappers are just talking yeah. about drugs, and they don't they say anything. They're taking everything under the sun. The other day on the radio, I knew not, I'm not even making this up. I heard a rapper rap about snorting cocaine and going mm-hmm. to a party. They didn't do that in the '90s. Like weed was as much as it went. That was a they called it a gateway drug. They didn't that call it drug. Song, I got it selling my lead. No more. Whatever. I don't know what the fuck. What the hell was that? <laughs> My daughter was listening to it. <laughs> but that's the thing. That's what I'm saying. So now, when, like I said, when we grew up, that's what we listened to. So now these kids are listening yeah. to drug users. They're saying they think cocaine is cool. We knew when, like, we knew as fucked up as life was. We knew don't snort cocaine. We knew that much. Now, yeah, and like, like, and like even how they rap, it's like they're all fucking because they are on, on some shit like. They are on some shit. They're high as fuck yeah. on every pill, every drug, every uh, codeine thing they can get on, yeah. over the counter, under the counter. You know, the beats are all, all these trap slow ass beats, and they're not even saying words. because you high as shit. You don't even know what you're saying. I ain't got my drugs. I'm on my hook. I snort cocaine. I snort. I'm feeling sad. I got no job. <laughs> yeah, like, it's either that or they're like, like come in there, get in there, like, that's what you would sound like if you rapped on cocaine. That's, yeah, that's like, like, like super fast shit. You don't even know what they're for. They don't even know what they're saying because <laughs> they're high as shit. So that's what I'm saying. So we need to do a better job of gatekeeping the music because this shit had to stop because he's not the first rapper to go out by you know by drugs. You know, just by just stupid shit like this getting raided. I mean, Lil Wayne. He's had about like four or five seizures off drugs already. He's how the fuck he's still alive? I don't know. And if you watch him, he's basically look like a, a character of The Walking Dead right now. And I don't mean Rick Grimes. 
So, yeah, we need to put a stop to this drug junkie rap, whatever the fuck's going on right now, because it's it's fucking up everybody right now. Because, yes, we got these rappers dying left and right, but y'all's going to have these kids. Because here's the thing. Yes, in the 90s, the rappers smoked, uh, rapped about smoking weed. And a lot of people got started smoking weed from listening to rappers. Dr. Dre had the, the number one album of the 90s called The Chronic. So a lot of people, what the fuck is The Chronic? It's weed. Okay. A lot of people I will start- admit, the only reason I started listening to Cypress Hill because they had, you know, weed songs. <laughs> right. <laughs> so if you listen to an album and every single song is about smoking weed, eventually you're think like, well, maybe I should just try smoking weed sometimes, you know. So if you listen to a rap album nowadays and they're talking about snorting cocaine the entire time, eventually some idiot is going to go like, you know what? Maybe cocaine isn't that bad. No. So maybe we should do some better gatekeeping on what's going on right now. That's all. That's my. That's our public service announcement for today. Yeah, in our day, like crack is whack, and like Sir Mix a Lot had that song about how cocaine was bad. Right. Like, like white it, lines. Remember white lines? White, flash. white horse. <laughs> don't ride the white horse. I, I think yeah. he was talking about cocaine on that, and I can't remember. White but, yeah. lines. But that's the that's the bad part that you think you should. We should have to tell people this stuff, Eli. I feel like we're, we're having a flat earth argument. Like, we shouldn't have to tell you this stuff. We shouldn't have to tell you that cocaine is bad. Yeah. I don't know. And it's, and it's, it's expensive. Y'all can't afford cocaine. Right. What the fuck, <laughs> the fuck man? Exactly. Like, cocaine is a rich person's drug. That's... Yeah. That's why these rappers can afford it. Nah. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> they probably didn't have cocaine when they wasn't rapping. That's you know, why crack, was, crack and meth was invented because poor folk couldn't afford cocaine. Yep. <laughs> and we're not gonna talk about how Nixon flitted into the. In, what, what? We're not gonna go there. Anyway, but yeah, let's Pol- do a better Pol- gatekeeping on music. Right. Yeah, <laughs> so let's do a better job on on our uh, gatekeeping of music right now. Let me say we actually move into the actual podcast now. Yeah. Okay, so this is the part where we talk about the box office numbers. This is the part that Eli loves because he always gets the exact number uh, movie of what it is, and I know he's going to get it this time. So, Eli, tell me, what is the number one movie of the week? Frozen? A Disney movie, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it just will not stop. It's just, it's just, I've never seen the first one yet, and I have Disney Plus, and I've never seen the first one yet. <laughs> I'm going to, tomorrow on my off day, I'll, I'll, I'll do that, I guess, if I'm not watching Christ. watch Frozen tomorrow. You spend your day off watching Frozen. I'm saying that, but you know I'm not going to. It's like a New Year's resolution. <laughs> I'm going to work out and lose weight. No, I'm not. At least get laid out of the deal. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or something. Like, even if I have somebody over here watching Frozen. But yeah, Frozen have... and chill. <laughs> but what if the movie is so good, you're going you're gonna to try to get laid? You're like, wait, this is a good movie. Well, don't start crying during it. Like, That's what I'm saying. So like, sometimes you, you invite somebody over and like, you're going to get laid. It's a good movie. I can't wait outside. <laughs> You gotta like you can't watch a good movie by getting late. You're like, wait, wait, yeah. hold on. I want to see what happens in the next part. You know, Let's start singing the song, <laughs> right? So it's tricky. You you got to plan all this stuff ahead of time. Uh, what are we talking about? Oh, knives out. Oh, not thinking about getting late. I hate it when you are into the movie and you can't even watch it because the person's talking too much. That's my thing. Man. What am I talking about? Anyway, number two. Like, no, watching a movie or getting late. Watching a movie, not getting late. <laughs> Because I hate that when you're getting laid and they just keep talking. <laughs> well, that's that's fucked up, too. <laughs> like, you don't have to keep talking the whole way. You don't have to talk me through this. I'll figure it out. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, number two, Knives Out. Uh, that Number everybody, two, still, huh? Yeah, it's still in there. Um, oh, look at that. 
yeah, it's, I, I might might go see this movie. It sounds interesting. Uh, number three, Ford versus Ferrari, still hanging in there. Mm -hmm. uh, number four, Queen and Slim, still on there. Oh yeah, uh, the Black, Blind, and Clyde movie. I'm hearing some good things about it. You know, uh, number five, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's gonna win all the Oscars or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number six, Dark Waters. I'm pretty sure you told me what this is, but I have no idea what this is. Uh, uh, dark Waters. Actually, I don't. Sorry. Okay, cool. As long as you don't know either. <laughs> uh, number seven, 21 Bridges. That uh, Chadwick Boseman and the Russo's movie. Pretty much a flop. Yeah, let's call it. Uh, number eight, F Playing With Fire. That is the Rock movie you were telling about. No, John Cena. John Cena. Okay. I was going to say Roman Reigns next. I knew it was the one White of those Rock. guys. Well, I was going to say Batista. One of those guys. <laughs> Uh, and number nine, Midway, the movie you keep saying you're going to go see, but you didn't see. Uh, I didn't see it yet, no. That's okay. It's it's like uh, New Year's Resolution. <laughs> we'll eventually see it. Uh, number 10, The Last Christmas. No, Last Christmas, not The Last. Still. Still hanging in there. Damn. Yeah, people like it. Uh, and yeah, that's it. Like I said, box office numbers are pretty damn. Uh, Eli, what is today? We're not going to say today because we're always going to get wrong. Because take, Wait, today is today. It is the... Today is today. Today is today. The 10th. Okay. So today is the tenth. So that means that Star Wars is what? Uh, two weeks oh, away. That's right. Two weeks. Two weeks away. It doesn't feel like it, but it's there. It's yeah. And so, do you have your tickets? That's the thing. I do. Okay, because I tried to get I tickets. Have my tickets. Three days ago, the seat, the show <laughs> I wanted to go to was already sold out. Damn. I'm like fuck. So I got to go to the ten o'clock show. I'm like fuck. So now I got to stay off the internet because you know if because the show starts at seven. You know they're going to spoil everything by 10 o'clock. Yeah, motherfuckers will be in the fucking theater tweeting about it. <laughs> exactly. So I just got to just, for three hours, I guess just avoid social media just all together. Otherwise, the whole movie will be spoiled for me. So, yeah. Somebody even asked me a question like if I had, if, uh, would I pay $100 to see Star Wars a week earlier? I wouldn't. The reason I wouldn't, because if you see it, you can't tell anybody about it. <laughs> you just got to keep it to yourself. So it's like, what's the point? No, just, just not do it. Or it could just be Gomer. Just just, go Gomer didn't even see this shit. He just sees some shit on Reddit and just sports for everybody. Oh, I'm sorry. The Outright Geekery website. <laughs> <laughs> we geek out. Uh, so what do we got? Uh, yeah, but that's about... Oh, so like I said, we had a shitload of trailers come out. I don't know. What, what was the deal with all the trailers coming out, Eli? They want us to go to the movies, man. I, I know that, but like back to back to back to back to back. Like, what's the point? Like, why? why yeah, now? it's like, yeah, like it's pretty much all week. It's like, I can't even, I totally forgot that Black Widow. Yeah, dude, we were going to talk about Black Widow. Like, yes, it seemed like Black Widow came out like like five months ago, the trailer. Like, no, yeah, it came out like four days ago or some shit. Yeah, last, just last, just the other day. <laughs> right. But this is the internet. That's how fast things move. So, yeah, so what we're going to do, I know everybody's bored because they're tired of hearing about Black Widow, but we're going to talk about the Black Widow trailer because we never got a chance to talk about it. So, let's talk about it, Eli. What do you think about the Black Widow trailer? Sure. Okay, you're, you're sold. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> Scorsese approved, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Uh, looks, like a, it, looks like another perfectly good Marvel movie. And that's the thing. Okay, now since we're gonna talk about that, let's actually compare. Let's knock out two. Let's kill two birds with one stone. Let's knock out two trailers. I think we got so many trailers to knock out. We got two spy movies coming out roughly around the same time. We got Black Widow, and we got James Bond. Uh, die another day. Do not die. Die sometime tomorrow. What, what was the name again? No time to die. Know. I think. 
<laughs> we all die together. So whatever the name of the movie is, there's a new James Bond movie coming out and a Black Widow movie. I think they come out about a week in between. Okay, Eli, which one are you more willing to see? You got, you got it. Gun to your head, which one you going to see? Probably Black Widow, because unpopular opinion, I never thought Daniel Craig was that good of a Bob. No! Okay, po- podcast canceled. Sorry, this last episode. Everybody go home. Go home. We're shutting down. Yeah. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's best up, man. No, he's my favorite. Craig is my favorite Bond. He really is. I, I watched all his movies. I watched all the his movies like multiple times. I like what was it Skyfall? Yeah, I think that one was really good. Yeah, I like. I really like that. One. Yeah, the now, one I, where I uh, with the, the next the one. one where, was that the one where M died? Spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. Yeah. M died. I thought yeah. that was a good movie. Yeah, but the other ones I just stopped where, eh, all right. Oh come on, Casino Royale was awesome. The Casino Royale might be the best one, like all out of all of them. Just I. Right. Ah, damn it, man, <laughs> you're killing me. Just I. Right. <laughs> anyway, but the reason I'm putting that because because you can see the difference between the two spy genres they're trying to make because both both of them are super spies. You know, it's not like a like a slow CIA. Uh, what was that Harrison Ford movies used to make back in the day? Clear and Present it's Danger easy. and all them Jack Ryan movies. Not those. You know. These are super spies with heightened abilities and gadgets and weapons and all this shit like that. So they're different, but you can tell how they're spy different. kids with grown ups. Basically, that's basically <laughs> what they are. Because, you know, because Black Widow, you know, she plays in a different universe than James Bond. So, yeah, she's a super spy and she's human and she has no powers, but you can tell that she plays in a different universe than he does because. She's she's in a world with like mutants and gods and aliens and robots and cyborgs and alien cyborg, tech and cyborgs boning mutants and shit. You know, so she lives in that world where James Bond has never fought, you know, a mutant that fucks a robot or anything like that. You know, that he lives in the sort of kind of real world, but not really the real world, you know, but just enough. And it felt like, you know, his movie had to felt like a little bit more weight to it where you could tell Black Widow's world was cartoony. You know, it was the Marvel Universe, you know, so that's the two different between those two. Now, now it's got me thinking about the uh, Black Widow trailer again. Now, here's the thing, Eli. Do we do we need a Black Widow movie? That's the thing. I'm going to answer that question. No, we don't. No, we don't because she's already died. You know, uh, we already know the ending of a story. I don't really give a shit about Budapest, even though everybody else does. Some shit happened. Okay, cool. Uh, but at the same time, Scarlett Johansson deserves a movie. That's how I feel. We don't need a Black Widow movie, but she deserves a movie because she worked her ass off. She put the time in. She did her job to make these movies what they are. Uh, every movie she was in, she killed it. You know, she was in Winter Soldier, almost stole the show. She's in the Avengers movie. She sticks out. She was in Iron Man 2, one of the breakouts from a bad movie but she was still one of the breakouts in that you know so yeah give her a movie let her get the spotlight let her get you know let her get her check you know why not you know yeah, there you go yeah so nothing wrong with that i'm just curious about how this movie is gonna be is it gonna be a really a black widow movie or is it gonna be a movie with a b- bunch of assholes in it you know like the winter guard and the red guardian and the red whatever and the red room and the red square and, and a, and a shitty version of taskmaster y- yeah that's that's another thing. Like, why the fuck did you? How did you fuck up Taskmaster? Out of all people, that should have been. I didn't even that know, been easy. Yeah, I didn't even know that was him until people said that was him. And it's not the fact that you didn't know he was Taskmaster. <laughs> I didn't know that was supposed to be like a major villain. Like, I just thought they just saw some random goon. You yeah, because like, there was okay, a bunch of them that looked just like him. They looked they like the, the dudes at the end, jumping off yeah. and shooting them in the sky. They yeah. all look like Taskmaster. Yeah. So, like, so I must have known him different. 
from the other goons in there. So when I see the trailer at first, yeah, I'm just it, 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 it. I didn't even catch it at first. I just thought I didn't even think it was a big bad. I just thought okay, it's just some dude, you know. Yeah. But then they tell me, oh, that's ta-. I'm like, oh shit, yeah, I did see the behind the scenes. It is Taskmaster. So um, here's another thing that's gonna piss people off, Eli. And I said this again. I've already tweeted it back in April or May. I'm gonna hang on to this tweet. Watch when I tell you they're gonna make Taskmaster woman. I guarantee you. People say, oh, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You don't have any proof. I don't need fucking proof. It's Marvel. If one Marvel is one thing, they're predictable. On purpose. Because they got to be predictable on purpose. Because they you think it's going to be her sister or that woman or whatever? It's going to be Rachel, Raquel, Vice, the old, oh, yeah, the old yeah, spy. Yeah. It's going to be her. Yeah. Because they say she went through the red through like five, yeah. six times or some shit. There and why would they get her to just be some random ass nobody spy? That doesn't make any sense. She's actually a pretty good actress. So, of course, you're going to get her to be the evil witch queen uh, whatever she's supposed to be it's obvious so that's the thing marvel i love marvel but their storyline the storytelling is predictable mainly because they're telling 50 year old stories so of course we already know the ending of these stories mm. so that's my thing i actually hoping this would be a black widow movie and not just a a movie where black widow is just in another world Cause that's the thing like i love black panther i know you hated it but i love black panther i didn't hate black panther <laughs> But what the fuck? <laughs> I saw it twice in the theater. <laughs> Once and a half, yeah. <laughs> uh, but the one thing that I did, you know, that rubbed me the wrong way about the movie, that the movie wasn't about T'Challa. It seemed like it was about everything else but T'Challa. The movie should have been called Wakanda, the movie, you know, because it's really about Wakanda. He was just kind of just there, just walking through the motion, stuff like that. And I feel like Black Widow is kind of got to be that same movie where it's about everything else but her. You know, she's just there to just put all these other pieces in and stuff like that. So where James Bond feels like a James Bond movie, even though they have been advertising it not as a James Bond movie. Because here's the thing, Eli. Like, are you familiar with the 007 movies and all the shit like that? I've seen a bunch, yeah. Okay, cool. You saw, you saw some of the Craig movies, so that's cool. So apparently in this movie, we never talked about this, but apparently in this particular movie, James Bond is not the 007. So... The actual oh, really? 007 in this movie is actually the black chick that was in the movie. And that's supposed okay. to be like the big... I think I remember movie. hearing something about that. Yeah, I think I heard yeah. something about that. Even though in the trailer, then they actually never came out and said she was 007. They just said she was a double O. So maybe they changed it after the uproar, or maybe it was some clickbait bullshit to begin with. We don't know. But they're basically saying that she has replaced him as 007 because they thought he was dead or retired and left with other hands. So they just filled this position. They just gave it to somebody else. So that's going to be the whole thing right there. So people are like, oh, she's going to. And, you know, the, the the usual crowd are getting upset. The SJWs, you know, oh, you're, you're making. Because everybody wanted Idris Elba to be the next James Bond. And they said, no, he can't be him because he's black. So you're going to turn around and make a black woman 007. It's like a double fuck you, you know. Weren't they supposed to make. They, they were talking about making that Halle Berry movie back in the day, but they never did. Yeah, because never? every single movie she was in after that flopped. Including the movie, James Bond movie she was in. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you know what? Maybe this isn't good. If we saw Catwoman, maybe we're we're okay with that, you know? <laughs> so, but I sure remember people bitching about it, though. Yeah, people. But I mean, but they were going to make a spinoff movie. Uh, and that was the whole point of that movie to be like a spinoff movie, like a pilot for her spinoff movie. But we all, they, we all knew it was going to suck anyway. So, what, what's the point? And plus, after that movie, they kind of, you know, uh, ended that whole James Bond series anyway. But like no reason to keep it going. That was Pierce Brosnan, wasn't it? That was like that was like his last movie anyway. So they're gonna just completely just wipe everything away, reboot it. So there's no reason to make another Halle Berry movie anyway from that. You know. 
But now they I have. I would watch it. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know that, that movie. It that was probably the worst movie, James Bond movie, or one of the worst. But Halle Berry was like like super super fucking hot in that movie for some reason. I mean, it's yeah. Halle Berry. So what do you expect? But I'm just saying in that movie she was like Halle Berry Super Saiyan or some shit, you know. So anyway, back to this new movie. So there's a black chick that's the new 007, and everybody's saying, "Oh, you're replacing our character. Get your own characters." I'm like, calm down. First off, they only showed like two seconds in the movie. I don't know what's gonna happen. Either A, she's gonna die, and James Bond's gonna get revenge for her the rest of the movie, or two, she is the bad guy. One or the other. So it's really no reason to get your panties in a bunch over this. No, because at the end of the day. It's gonna be back. It's gonna be James Bond's story. It's not like he's taking the back seat to her in his her movie. No, he's taking she's taking the back seat to him. If anything, we should be pissed because they just because I'm seeing all these posts about oh we're just gonna see the movie just for the new new 007. I'm like why? Like she's barely gonna be in the movie. So they got your money. So whatever. Uh, so that's two trailers we got knocked out. What's the other one on there? You want to talk about that free guy one? Free guy. Sure. Yeah, let's talk about it. Okay. Um, Ryan Reynolds is back. Oh, Ryan Reynolds is a genius. I'm going to talk about him for a second. But let's talk about this movie and just talk about how much of a genius he is. He basically made, he, he's with Disney now. This is a Disney movie. And he basically made Grand Theft Auto. Basically. Okay. But he's, a, he's an NPC. And when I mean NPC, I mean non-playable character. Not what you assholes are wanting the NPC to mean. If you don't know what I'm talking about, God bless you. You don't need to know. But anyway, he's an NPC. He finds out that he wants to be one of the main characters like in Grand Theft Auto, killing everybody and they got one kid doing the Fortnite dance and shit like that. So he wants to be one of the, the video game characters too, causing harnage and sh- uh, car- carnage and shooting people and he wants to be one of those guys. So that's pretty much the movie. Okay, just him blowing yeah. up shit. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's he's like basically like... version of the Matrix, yeah. It's like Matrix or like, you ever seen Wreck-It Ralph? Yeah. Basically, like that, you know, like Wreck It Ralph, one of those type of movies. Some it was like another movie somebody compared it to, also, but I can't remember off the top of my head. But yeah, all all of those movies where he's one guy, but he realized that he can be somebody else. He can be the real person, the NPC. So it seems pretty interesting. Why is that trailer coming out now when it's not due till like in the summertime? I don't know, but whatever. Okay. Now, this is a trailer I want to talk about. Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four. Now, Eli, this trailer just flew past. But there is a lot of shit that was in this trailer. Like, if you like, I, I've seen some breakdowns and scene by scenes and shot by shots and stuff like that. There's a shit ton of shit in this in this movie, in this trailer. I meant to say. So basically, what we got is uh oh, and I'm gonna get you a second talk. What would you think about the trailer, the Wonder Woman? I thought it looked cool as hell. Okay, cool. Actually, out of all the ones, that was my favorite trailer out of all of them. Not just because just the visual of it just looked cool of it, but then it started breaking down all the stuff that was going on in it. Uh, first off, she's riding fucking lightning. Like what? Yeah, well, she was lassoing it and shit. Yeah, yeah I'm like, like Spider Man's like, fuck me. Like that's my <laughs> thing, you know. <laughs> and apparently, that's a thing in the comics. I mean, she's the daughter of Zeus, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if she could do that. Uh, they said you might have seen or not seen the invisible plane in the movie. You know? Oh, yeah, um, it. Yeah. And the big bads in the movie. So you got one big bad. You got Kristen Wiig, supposed to be playing Bar- Barbara Minerva, a.k.a. Cheetah. Uh, Eli, I'll be honest with you. I've never looked at Kristen Wiig that way. But when they showed her in the second scene, she was walking up the stairs. I looked at her that way. That's just me. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I, I looked at her that way. I don't like well, good for you. She can be cheated. Yeah. Hey, I got weird taste. I mean. 
we, one of these days we're gonna uh make a whole episode of my weird kinks but anyway <laughs> uh so yeah so that's the and the most interesting one well we'll get to see trev in a second most interesting one where's the the weird preacher evangelist looking dude who you may recognize or may not recognize from the mandalorian yeah that was yep. him uh pedro pascal that's his name yeah hopefully i got his name right yeah so he's been playing max yeah. Lord. So Max and I get to Max Lord in a second. Let's go back to Steve Trevor. Now everybody's going crazy over Steve Trevor. Why is Steve Trevor here? So you got all these fan theories about why he's here, and people are getting pissed off that it it undermines his you know his death from the last movie stuff like that. And they all theorize like why is he here? Here's the thing: the, when the movie comes out, the movie would tell you why he's here. Until then, stop making up these bullshit theories and and getting your panties in a bunch for no reason. You you're ruining the movie for yourself. Because you're going to make up some bullshit. about comic book fans. What, do you, what, what else they got to do? Do something. <laughs> Anything. <laughs> because this shit is counterproductive. Because what you're going to do, and Star Wars fans do the same shit. You're going to come with this theory, this bullshit-ass theory all the time. Oh, like in Infinity War. Oh, they're all in the Soul Stone. No, they're not. I kept telling people they're not in the Soul Stone. It's the same thing with this. They're going to make up some bullshit excuse about how they think he's back. It's not going to be that excuse. And they're going to piss themselves off. Oh, well, I thought it was going to be this. I thought it was going to be that. So... Calm down. Just wait for the movie to come out and relax. Damn it. Now, that being said, Eli, I have a theory. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's back to Max <laughs> Lord. Now, for those. Let's hear your bullshit theory. My bullshit theory that I'm going to complete. But my, the th- difference is my theory is going to be right. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, Maxwell Lord. For those that don't know who Maxwell Lord is in the comics, Maxwell Lord in the comics, he was first uh, in Justice League Unlimited in 1987, whatever like that. Awesome run. Go read it. if, if, if uh, It's on DC Universe. Definitely, I recommend it. So he put the Justice League together, and it turns out that he had the powers of persuasion. Like, he could suggest things and make people do or think what he wanted them to do and think, you know. But it turns out later on, like in the 2000s, like an infinite, infinite, infinite crisis or one of those crises that we'll talk about later on. Uh, turns out he was way more powerful than what everybody thought he was. He was like a full-blown telepath. Uh, he could make you imagine, hallucinate, do whatever the fuck he wanted you to do. So he was like fucking crazy. You know, they didn't realize that's later on. And that's what I'm thinking that might be what's going on in this story is that Steve Trevor is not there. It's like a sixth sense type thing. Like you, you think he like did Mysterio. Like Mysterio. It's he's an illusion. That's what I'm thinking. Because Maxima Lord is basically planning her most wanted desire in her head, which is Steve Trevor coming back. Kind of like throw her off to his evil plan with the tail he's got going on. So that's what I'm thinking going on. He's just an illusion. He's not really there. He's a ghost. Uh Maxima Lord is making her think she's dead because Maxima Lord probably has his meta human psychic illusion powers in this movie also we'll see we'll see where it goes from there uh and probably the same thing with cheetah he probably like cheetah wants to be you know like in the comics cheetah wants to be wonder woman like she likes wonder woman's power she wants to be a wonder woman type power person so she becomes cheetah and whatever like that so he's probably the same thing with her give her her superpowers and stuff like that so i'm thinking that's where it's gonna go but i'm like i said i might be completely wrong but i doubt it Uh, let's go back into some other things that happened in the trailer also that, that kind of caught me off guard. Like I said, the name of the story is 1984. Now, one of the things that might tie it in 1984, not just the facts in the 80s, but 1984 is also based on a novel by George Orwell, which is the story of Big Brother who surveys everybody. I'm getting super deep in there, but I'm going to bring it all around. Just wait. Okay. So there's this satellite in this 
in the trailer that they're helicoptering too, which may be Maxwell Lord's evil base and stuff like that. And some people think that might be Brother I. Now, in the in the Infinite Crisis, oh, yeah? yeah, maybe, maybe Brother I. Now, let me back this up. Let everybody know what Brother I is. Now, in the Infinite Crisis story, like I said, one of the crises we're going to talk about. But Brother I was actually created by Batman. Now, Batman created Brother I because he wanted to spy on all the metahumans on Earth because he flat out didn't trust their ass. So he wanted to spy and watch every one of their moves to see what they were doing. Maxwell Lord stole Brother I from underneath him and used it for his own evil purposes. And so what we're thinking is that Maxwell Lord is going to use Brother I to, for some evil purpose or maybe like surveillance everybody on the planet or find out what everybody's doing. And you have Brother I surveilling everybody like Big Brother in the 1984 novel. Ah, it comes all back around. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, like I said, now that I may be wrong about. We'll see. <laughs> Some of that shit I know I got right. I think about 60% of that shit I got completely right. One 6%, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure it's in there somewhere. So, that's what I think. The whole Hawk Girl outfit she had at the end, I don't know. This was in Kingdom Come. I'm like, okay. So, because apparently she can't fly. She still can't fly. So, she still, she need wings. Like Red Bull. So, cool. Uh, yeah. So, awesome trailer. I think that's all the trailer we got out. If we if it's a trailer we missed, it's probably because it stuck, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, now, Eli, let's get into. Yeah, we don't need to talk about Ghostbusters, right? I didn't see it. I didn't. I didn't give a fuck about Ghostbusters. Why would? Why are people getting so uh, excited about Ghostbusters? They had one good movie. That was it. Two sucked. Mm-hmm. And the new one sucked too, even worse. So I don't know why. And why you think the new one's going to be any different? Well, you got the same people running it, same people making it. So, nah, they had one good movie. Ghostbusters was a lightning in a bottle. It was a flash in the pan. It was a one-time thing. It was a perfect storm. Just let it be what it is. Stop trying to create Did lightning in a bottle. Did you watch the movies that made us or whatever yet? Oh, is, is that on there? Yeah. yeah. And they have a Ghostbusters uh, episode. Either they're going to have one or it's already on there? No, it's already on there. Oh, shit. I got to see that. Now, look. Ghostbusters, the first Ghostbusters is a classic. I love that movie. I'm not knocking that movie at all. I love the movie. And, and the thing about that movie... It's one of those weird movies that when you watch as a kid, you don't catch all the jokes that you catch when you're older. So I actually appreciate the movie mm-hmm. more as an adult than I did as a kid. You know? Yeah. But that being said, every Ghostbusters movie after that, I'm just like, eh, what's the point? So I don't, it's just like one of those movies I don't really care. Maybe I'm just not nostalgic like that. I don't know. It just doesn't get me. So when I saw uh, there was a new trailer, I didn't click it. I was like, I don't care. Matter of fact, we I feel like we spent too much time, talk, time talking about Ghostbusters as it is. <laughs> so let's move on to the next thing. <laughs> Unless you saw the trailer. I saw it. Okay, well, let me, what would what, you think about it? Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Okay, <laughs> well, I, I guess I'm right about that. So what do we got now? Uh, yeah, now we can talk about what I saw and you only saw half of, but I saw two of. We can talk about Crisis on Infinite Earth the CW adaptation. And so, yeah. Uh, now, Eli, what do you think about the first? I know you're not into the, the CW lore, and I know you haven't been keeping up with the shows. What do you think about, like, the first episode? It was good. I haven't, uh, like, yeah, I haven't watched any of those shows in years. Mm-hmm. Um, ex- and when, and what was the last crossover that I watched? It was, like, a year or two ago. Yeah, Elseworlds, where they swap bodies and shit. Yeah, Elseworlds, yeah, that's the one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was, like, the last time I watched it, and, I, and even then I didn't like hadn't kept up on the shows, but I was able to follow along for the most part. Um, but yeah, and this one, I yeah, I didn't, I had, had no idea that you know Oliver had a daughter, 
Um, there was some like, what was it, Brainy? I was like, who the fuck is this guy? And then I saw the three dots on his belt. And I'm like, is he a Brainiac? And like, so I, there was some stuff I had to catch up on. Like, who the fuck is, what the hell is going on now? Mm-hmm. Um, but still, I mean, you know, it still touched up on, you know, stuff from the comic pretty well. You know, I thought the Shadow People were pretty cool. Um, yeah, even that's, though that's they were, right out of the comics, yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know, even though they were kind of, I think in the comic they were a little bit more powerful. I don't think them being, they were dispatched up pretty easily. I think nah, they was pretty much like that. They were pretty much disposable goons in the comics also. Well, Oliver was like shooting them with arrows. <laughs> I, I think you could shoot me, but I think the only thing was they were just, it was so many of them. But I think they, like, individually, they could be taken out pretty easily. Yeah. Um, but other than that, you know, the big giant towers, whatever the fuck they were called, uh, you know, I, I thought, I was like, oh, yeah. So it kind of, like, brought me back, you know, a little bit. Mm-hmm. And um, and just, yeah, I mean, not to go into spoilers yet, but I, you know, even though I hadn't watched the show in years, I found the ending of that first episode quite moving i was like wow i didn't expect to be that emotionally you know moved by that one scene don't get too excited <laughs> they bring it back next episode okay well i kind of figured <laughs> <laughs> they find the last one... pit on earth 89 or some shit and they bring it back or whatever well i figured there's gonna be other one because there was another guy but um uh but I, it left me wondering who are they actually are they gonna act actually kill somebody major are they or who is who is it going to be i mean it's obviously not going to be supergirl and flash right because they, they have, have shows. shows yeah yeah so i was like who would who would they get rid of right because it got to be major because they had some major deaths in the other one like firestorm died in one of those things yeah and like never came back. Dies. yeah yeah and so uh i mean it's got to be something other than, than the titans like how the fuck you don't kill the titans like, yeah they, they only i mean that didn't make it seem like are you wiping out the dc universe app or something <laughs> <laughs> like we're giving you his up let me know now <laughs> that's why there's no swap thing season two <laughs> right <laughs> the, cri- the crisis, the crisis angle, happened you're right <laughs> now that would that would have been fucked up if we saw swamp thing and then the crisis just <laughs> like don't ask for fucking season two it's done that's what they yeah, should have did yeah. why do titans when you got a season three do swamp thing or some shit and that's it don't patrol or something yeah. oh but yeah that's that's the thing with that one so yeah oh uh, Love the first episode, bunch of shit that went down. Uh, I even heard that because I wa- I even watched the after show with Kevin Smith after the the show when we had interviews with everybody stuff like that, and they said they actually like got Marv Wolfman, you know, the original Crisis writer, to help out with the episode because there was a lot of stuff in there that like straight referenced the old Crisis thing, and like mm-hmm. the old Crisis, like I said, the Shadow Demons, the Large Tower, you know, Harbinger was in there, Pariah showed up for no reason. Oh no, yeah, yeah, Harbinger, Lila. Who the fuck is Lila? That's the thing. Okay. Oh, you don't know who Lila is. Okay, Lila is Diggle's wife. Oh, yeah, she's she's been on that okay. since season one, season two, something like that. But the thing is, here's the thing: was she Harbinger back then? No, but here's the thing: Harbinger's name in the comics is Lila Michaels. Oh, really? So Diggle's wife has been named Lila Michaels since she's appeared in season one or two, whatever the fuck she's been in. So I'm like, how long okay, have yeah. they been planning this? She worked for Argus, or Argus? yeah, she's like yeah, a spy she or some for shit. Argus, yeah. 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 And then in this season, it's like like basically in this season, it was revealed that not nah, she been working with the Harbing, Harbingen. I mean, working with the the monitor the entire time. Yeah, and the monitor's been on the show before. I've well, you know, he was on there last year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember seeing him before. Yeah. So I, I, like on the shows, I, I, it's been a while, but 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 I say, the been, last time you saw been, monitor, yeah. it was the last time he was on there. 
Okay. So he basically right. p- appears like once a, once a year. Okay. Yeah. So there's nothing you have to like really really learn about him, but that's the thing. So the heart was so Lila, and that's the weird thing. Like, how long have they been planning this? Because Lila Michaels' name on the show is the same as uh, Harbinger's name in the comics, and all of a sudden he just made her Harbinger, and now she's uh got all these crazy ass powers just out of nowhere. She's been working with the monitor the whole time, didn't tell anybody. Like her husband, her kids, nothing. You know. Yeah, I just thought it was a hey Lila. Oh, I'm Harbinger now. I'm like really. Well, right. I just didn't remember. Like it's it's been so long since like, well, I I didn't remember her. Oh, this this Big happened like the like episode that. before. So okay, yeah, I didn't. I <laughs> like he's also like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. So some weird shit. Oh, uh, like I said, all the nods. Uh, oh, I, I got it, man. I wish you would have saw episode two because a lot of shit happened in episode two that I want to talk about. Can I just tell you about it? Yeah. Okay, um, so all the supermans are back. I shouldn't have put an S on men. That sounded wrong. But anyway. Uh, and <laughs> and Kevin Conroy makes his live action debut as Batman. Oh, really? Bruce Wayne, yeah. Because yeah. here's the here's how they introduce him. Like you know, Batwoman and Supergirl. Go Is he through. in the cowl? Wait, don't tell me. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you. I'm not, I'm not gonna spoil it for you. I'll let you watch it. But I will tell you this: that like they go into the mansion, and you don't see him at first. You just hear his voice. You're like, oh shit, this bat, this Batman. Like it, it fucks with your mind for a second. You're like, oh shit, because it sounds. Like Batman, and then he walks down, you it's know, Batman. with the Kingdom Come thing, whatever, like that. But when you just hear him talk, he's just like, "Who's down there?" and like that. It, it, it's gonna fuck you up for a second, I promise you, because <laughs> he's actually getting to play live action Batman or Bruce Wayne or whatever you want for the first time. But what they do with the story, Eli, I'm gonna let you. Uh, that's why I'm gonna wait for you to see it before I take it. I'm not gonna tell you what they what they did with it. You may like, you may like it, you may hate it. I don't know. I've been on okay. Twitter. I'm hearing different opinions about it. I was just like, huh, okay, I can see that, but yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, Brandon Ralph is back as Superman, and as- the su- yeah, and but here's the here's the Superman he's playing. He's actually playing the movie version of every Superman up to the point of Henry Cavill. So the the Reeves version, he's playing the Reeves version because technically the Reeves version is the Superman Returns version. Yeah. And he, and he makes references of all those movies, like Superman three. He makes reference to that. He makes reference to his his son and Superman Returns. All that <laughs> shit. Superman. Yeah. So so he's that Superman. He's technically he's the Reeves Superman. So, uh, what else? Smallville shows up. You know, everybody got excited for that. It's funny that Lois, like the Lois of the CW, she's flirting with every multiverse Superman, like right in front of Superman. Like, don't even care. <laughs> Uh, what else? Uh, what happened at the end? Some crazy happened to the end, but I'm not gonna tell you. That's that's all I'm gonna tell you about that. When you watch that, how many? How? Yeah, what's the schedule like? Okay. So what? What all was right. this Batwoman? Yes. Okay. So here's the schedule, and I broke this down. So last night was Supergirl. Uh, well, the yeah. night before was Supergirl. This night was Batwoman. Uh, today is gonna be Flash, and then it goes on hiatus. So that's the season finale of the whole thing. They're gonna pick back up in 2020. And that is going to be two episodes. It's going to be Arrow, which is going to be the last, which is like the season, the series finale, and that's going to be it. And Legends of Tomorrow, and that's and that's the ending. Okay. Yeah. So it's five episodes. So that's the biggest thing they've done so far. Oh yeah, and there was a Superman versus Superman fight that was pretty cool. But like I said, I'm not going to go into detail about what happens with that. But that was that was all pretty cool right there. So yeah, I'm excited to see what they do in the next episode. Next episode is going to be Black Lightning. I didn't see the Black Lightning episode tonight, but they said it ties directly into the crisis oh they do have a black lightning yeah they got a black lightning thing so he's gonna be in the next episode now, do, you think, 
Yeah. You think like Spectre and Psycho Pirate and all those motherfuckers are going to show up? But that's the thing because Psycho Pirate was in the in last year. You know he he should was be he? Popped, yeah like in the, in the Elseworlds thing he popped he was in Arkham. Huh. And, and Batwoman beat his ass, and then he just disappeared, and that was it. So you think it's Psycho Pirate be here, but he 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 didn't like he hadn't shown up yet. Yeah, but I, don't remember. I mean, I don't remember him. I don't remember Psycho Pirate being on the show. He was on like briefs. I don't think he said his name, but he did wear the mask. You know, that's about it. So yeah, uh, but like I said, in the comics, Harbinger is a double agent. She's working for the Monitor and the Anti Monitor. So I'm gonna go ahead and spoil yeah, it. Yeah, doesn't she? Isn't she like get infected or something? Doesn't like a shadow person? I forget. No, no, no. It's like the the monitor, the anti monitor himself infects her or something. But anyway, she kills the monitor in the comics. Yeah. So at, at yeah. the end, at the end of episode two, it turns out that she's a double agent for the anti monitor. Like the anti monitor shows up at the end of the episode also. And like, what's his name? Like witnesses at the end and shit and the pariah. Yeah. The pariah. Yeah. 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 So he hasn't really done anything yet. He just kind of shows up. Um. Uh, but yeah, like little nods here and there. Oh, Kevin Conroy quotes Bat, Bat Flick in BBS. I won't tell you what line, but he says a line in there. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Fuck Martha, right in the pussy. <laughs> so yeah, like oh, I said. I shouldn't curse so much. I guess I guess I offend comic cast when I curse. Oh yeah, they, they said you uh, F word. <laughs> they must not listen to Geek, Geek's Aft then. Because <laughs> you let it They must not. They, they must not listen to like this is the PG version of Eli. <laughs> yeah, this is me reined in and shit. Right, Geek Savage is like, fuck it, I'm just out there. I listen to your podcast. I was like, I'm glad he didn't say that shit here. We didn't get demonetized that quick. My comic reviews or whatever. Right. We should just turn turn our comic reviews to uh to to how like five fuck yes and something. <laughs> <laughs> Five out of fucking five. Like, how much is that? Five fuck yes. Yeah, like, how much is a fuck? How many fucks is that? You know? Uh, yeah, but like I said, I've been excited for Crisis. Want to see it. Want to see where it goes, and then we'll keep it going from there. Uh, video game news. Can we hear some video game news for a second? Uh, let me make an announcement, Eli. Right. I bought an Xbox One X. Did you? Now? Yeah, haven't opened it. I'm looking at it, haven't, haven't buyer's remorse. <laughs> I don't want it. It's just there. <laughs> but it was on sale. So it's like, why not? <laughs> what I'm going to do is, I, I, I'm a sucker. I don't know, man. I, I saw the, what I'm going to do is just play it for a little while. And then when the Xbox 860 or whatever the fuck comes out, 720 or whatever comes out, just trade it in you know, for a good price. It's an Xbox One X, so I know I get a good price on it. So why not? Right. Uh, but I play everything on PC. So I don't, all those games that were on, like, like Star Wars, I got Star Wars. NBA 2K got that. Gears of War Five, I got that. So, what's on PC? Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. They, oh, that's nothing. That's what I meant to tell you. I'm glad you reminded me. That's actually what I really want to talk about in video game section. Uh, Halo Reach is now on and now it's been released on PC and Xbox. Now, I love Halo Reach. I've not bought it because I know if I buy a Halo game, it's gonna be a wrap. I'm gonna be playing it to five o'clock in the morning until it's time to go to work, and I don't want to do that. And I'm like, well, you gonna be waking me up? It's time to podcast, Lee. Work? Nah, playing Halo, can't do it. So I don't want to go through that again. I do know that I, I know all these kids playing Fortnite and shit like that. I just know like their dads are gonna kick them off the game and shit like that. You know, Halo time. Get the fuck off my Xbox. You only played this shit for two years now. Daddy's home. So I'm glad to hear about that. Uh, and last thing is MLB the show is now going cross-platform. So MLB The Show is coming to Xbox. 
I'm excited for it. Even though I have Xbox, I'm excited for it because MLB The Show is the best sports game on video game systems right now. Better than NBA 2K, better than Madden, all that. When you play it, you will know what I'm talking about. So, uh, yeah, that's all the video game shit I got. I probably got some more shit, but I think I'm, I'm video gamed out. That being said, can we move on to the next part of the podcast? Sure. All right, so this is the next part of the podcast. We're talking about the... Uh, this is the comic book bullies. We're talking about the comic books and we're going to get into it. And I think I read a whole bunch of shit and I think Eli took the, the night off and went to go smoke cigarette. It was time to do comics, whatever like that. So yeah, I, I, yeah, I went on, I, yeah, I went on vacation. That's, that's okay. That's okay. From comic Eli. book reading this week. Look, you took up my slack a bunch of times doing this year. Cause I just didn't give a shit sometimes. <laughs> so there just re- wasn't shit that really interests me, man. Oh man, there's a bunch and, of shit. And, and, money, and money was kind of tight. I will admit money was a little tight. It's Christmas. It's December. I get it. I completely get my it. My kid just had a, birthday i just bought my kid a car so i oh, couldn't get that many cars. what'd you get him what'd you get him a piece of shit little beater truck that's for what you're supposed to do so they got to learn how to fix it and work on it they'll appreciate yeah. it so i, I learned how, i learned about cars from the piece of shit car that my, my parents hand me down to so yeah it was a piece of crap that yeah barely runs and but it, it but it does run and has heat and it, it can you know and he's not borrowing our car all the time so right that's right he gets stuck on the side of the highway he'll learn how to fix it yeah. Uh, let me see it. Let's move on to the uh, comic book. So I guess let me start off with another one of these X books. Look, I'm not going to do a whole X minute or hour or half hour, whatever like that. I read one X book. And I'm going to review one X book because the other X books I'm I'm starting to lose interest in. I'm, I'm trying to hop off this train, Eli, but I'm going to stick with this one for right now. So I'm going to review X-Men number three. And this may be one of the weirdest X-Men books I've ever read. Okay. <laughs> So this how it starts off. Apparently, like we already know in Hickman's world is that in Hickman's run that they're making these drugs to give to the humans and shit like that. You know, to do whatever. They're growing these drugs in the Savage Land. That's what they're growing these drugs. So apparently, these these four hooded people come through and play, uh take the Savage Land hostage. They hijack them. Apparently, they got some kind of goo that if they spray the mutants with them, they instantly lose their powers and can't do anything. And they take control of the Savage Land. So the Savage Land is actually locked off to everybody, to every, to the rest of the mutants. They can't get there. So that's why the the Council of the X or whatever like that, like whoever's in charge of the government in Krakoa, you know, they call Cyclops there specifically. So Cyclops walks into the meeting holding hands with Emma Frost. And they walk in and they see his wife. And his wife is just looking at him like, oh, hey, you know. Doesn't say anything. They being all quarter shit like that. Jean Grey looks at Emma like, Emma, I love your shoes. And Emma's like, oh, yeah, I will let you borrow them, but my shoes are too big for you, for you to feel. And Jean's Grey like, oh, that's okay. I don't like borrowing. Borrowing is more your thing. You know, doing like this cat calling back for like, you know, like, okay. So basically, Cyclops has a side chick while Jean Grey has a side dude with Wolverine. So... Hickman's doing some weird shit with this whole family dynamic right now. But anyway, they tell Cyclops he has to go to the Savage Land and find out what the fuck's going on there because the Savage Land has been hijacked and we don't know what they're doing with our pharmaceutical drugs because that's basically what, that's our economy to run for coal. If they fuck that up, they can fuck up the whole economy of the country. Thank you. Cyclops, I'm on it. He goes down there. Cyclops goes down there, takes Emma Frost and Sebastian Shaw. They go down, but how do they get down there? Because all of the portals have been blocked out from them so how they get there they teleport they uh portal to australia where they find gateway because gateway is this master teleporter who teleports them to the savage land boom they're there 
So they find they see the uh the four people there that have taken Savage Land hostage, and the four people take their mask off, and apparently they're these geriatric old ladies that look like the Golden Girls. Four of them. They're like all in their seventies, eighties, shit like that, and apparently they have taken a Savage Land hostage, and they call themselves the Horticulture. Oh, uh, and one of them looks at Emma Frost, and she's like, "Oh, you look like a slut." <laughs> yeah, I used to be one when I was back in the 30s or 50s or whatever like that and it was like wait what so they used to get to fighting with these old ladies and these old ladies kicked their ass and apparently these old ladies used to be botanists or you know plant ladies whatever like that but when the mutants started you know taking over you know selling drugs and shit like that it put them out of business so they so good with plants and shit like that since Krakoa is just one big ass plant they learn how to hack into Krakoa and now that they actually came to the Savage Land to take the drugs and a piece of Krakoa to learn more about them. So they kick the shit out of the X-Men and take the uh, seeds of Krakoa and go back to where the fuck they came from. End of the book. So apparently these old ladies could destroy Krakoa or some shit like that. The horticulture. So let's show back up again. Uh, overall, 3.5 out of 5. It's a fucking weird book, but it was interesting. You know, Cyclops with a side dude. They're fighting the Golden Girls. Golden Girls kicked their ass. Sebastian saw fucking useless. Yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. I, well, I didn't read any Marvel. Oh, damn. Okay. Um, so I guess I'll go to DC. The only book I read was okay. the Gre- Green Lantern Black Stars. Okay, let's go for it. This no, was, I, 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 I really like this book, but I'll let, I'll let, you, I'll let you review it. Yeah, this is good. I mean, I'm, I'm going to chime Morrison, in when I need to. Yeah, Grant Morrison writing crazy ass Grant Morrison shit. And he was like really like digging into DC in his book. About yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So basically, quick recap. Uh, uh, um, this is like an alternate universe because the universe, the old DC universe was wiped out by Mew the Controller and the Black Stars. They're sort of like this space cult that is trying to bring balance and peace by basically killing everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so Hal is a part of this cult and he is to marry uh, Bezelbeth, this queen of the vampires who feeds on stars and planets. Mm-hmm. And she's supposed to eat Earth as a, as a wedding present. So they're about to get married. Um, Hal, so this book sort of starts out, Hal is going to Earth and he's t- talking with Superman. And he's basically telling them how the Earth is all fucked up and it's in bad shape and how the superheroes are just wasting their time because no matter how much they fight crime and, you know, stop all these world-ending threats and, like, crises and shit, that nothing really changes. And his son, Jonathan, wants to go join the Black Stars. Mm -hmm. But Superman, like, you know, doesn't want him to and is, like, telling Hal, stay away from my son because, you you know, you come, like, Within a hundred light years of my son, there's going to be a war. Yeah, Jonathan's so, like, well, um, fuck you, dad. Yeah, he's like, fuck you, dad. You know, you suck, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, there's like tension going on with the Black Stars. <clears throat> um, they're like s- starting to question um, Mew the controller and why he's never around, why they never hear from him. But uh, Bezel Baptist tells everyone to chill and that he's resting. And and then we go into Bezel Bet's backstory mm-hmm. and how she was like married to some like vampire king asshole who she ended up killing him by making him like eat a supernova (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> fucking Grant Morrison. <laughs> and then, and then, you know, all oh, this did, shit. Did you happened. catch a pic where she said his dick, dick was little? Oh, I don't remember that. <laughs> I remember he, uh, he had to, she had to wait till he transformed into like this big giant space mist or whatever. Yeah, the sun eater. Yeah, Grant Morrison loved those sun eaters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, so basically, Mew ends up saving Bezelbeth and raises her and sort of, and she ends up serving him. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, said, I'll serve you and we'll take over the universe together. We'll form the Black Stars, all that shit. And kind of leads us till now. We go we go to the wedding b- between Hal and, and, and uh, Bezelbeth. Um, and basically, Mew, like, drops dead. You know, mm-hmm. he just dies. And Bezelbeth... It's like don't tell anyone. You know he's he, he's so powerful that they can't keep all these clone bodies going because he uses them all up. And don't tell anyone he's dead. Um, she also reveals that there's a Green Lantern ring, which basically tells how like there a universe that did exist before this one. And um, Hal's like, well, you're not going to eat my world. And then Jonathan shows up, Superman's son, and like, well, war's here. Right, because he recruited Jonathan, beautiful. and you can hear Superman outside. He's like, okay, you took my son? Yeah, I'm finna fuck everybody up. Yeah, so basically, yeah, the, the shit's about to, you know, go down. Yeah. And that's where it ends. Um, And yeah, this was crazy. This is just crazy. Uh, And you can, yeah, you can totally tell that Grant Morrison is taking a dig at, at like, he the recent like state like of He was, really comedy. shitting on, like, the DC Universe, yeah. Yeah, like, taking pot shots at, like, Snyder and Tom King with the... With the <laughs> The mental health issues. <laughs> <laughs> like, you were talking about that. Batman, who, like, yeah, first they were just like crazy animal costumes, Robin Banks. Then they do that shit anymore. They just trying to kill Batman. That's the only reason they're here. You know? Yeah. I'm like, damn, yeah, that Bat- is what the Bat- hell they do. It was like that Bat Manson. So he's like a Charles Manson version of Batman. It's like, <laughs> right. is that him, like, trying to say this is the Batman who laughs and shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just been done before. And he was like, what? Well, yeah. And then Hal Joe was like, well, why don't the Justice League do something? The Justice League, they're always in space, always fighting monsters and shit. They don't have time to even fool with anything down here. And then he was trying to tell him, like, look, the Black Stars, when we do shit, we actually stop shit. You're just doing the same shit over and over and over again. You're yeah. always fighting Luthor, always fighting Brainiac, always fighting yeah. Darkseid. <laughs> yeah, that's what Jonathan tells Superman. You just fight the same bad guys over and over. Right. Like, this shit is insanity. Yeah, yeah he's like just like Grant Morrison just commenting on just how comics are becoming like tired reruns and just rehashing stories and recycled writing and just just to maintain the status quo. I so like, I thought that was like really funny. I, I was like, <laughs> I, I hope whoever reads the story, I hope they catch that subtext in there because I know yeah. I know comic readers hate subtext. I know you do, but this shit is funny. <laughs> this shit like he's really digging into DC. Like he really shitting on DC in his book. It's like what fucking you know. Uh, like he's even shit uh, on them for what they did to his stories. Like, He's like, I don't even know what like, Superman you are. Didn't you have jeans and t-shirt last time I saw you? Like you always got a like, crisis like, popping up. I don't even know what the fuck's going on in in this earth anymore. What was that issue of Doomsday Clock where where uh, where Jeff John sort of basically blames DC sucking on on Alan Moore? Right. <laughs> Alan Moore and Zack Snyder. Was it ten issue ten? I think the the oh, megaverse, yeah. the metaverse, or something. Oh, yeah. the megaverse. Yeah, everything's dark and gloomy because of the because <laughs> right. alan moore and frank miller and <laughs> but this is him basically this is grant moore basically being alan moore and 
basically commenting on the I state mean, of well, we know that grant morrison worships the ground that alan moore walks on you know we, we know that so yeah he's trying to be alan moore as much as alan moore he can be so yeah so he's gonna shit on superhero books also but it was yeah. I, I i love this book i'm gonna get i'm gonna get a 4.5 out of 5 i thought it was awesome even even the part I, this, that i this, thought was boring like the the story she was telling about the vampire king even that shit was interesting i was like damn she really yeah. hate this guy yeah i mean i give it a 4.5 too because it would have got a five, but just some shit got a little murky with the uh, mongrel, that shit with mongrel. Like, yeah, that was kind of confusing. It was like, yeah. what, what, if, what is mongrel doing? It's, yeah. I am um, you. But other than that, this God. was like, yeah, this is cool. I'm, 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 I'm digging this just because it's weird. Just because it is weird. It, <laughs> it's Grant Morrison. He's going to mind fuck you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, next book I'm going to review is Batman 84. I think it's 84. Let's go with 84. Let's just say oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. I, I know you've been hearing this. I know you've been hearing bad things about it, Eli. I didn't hate this book. <laughs> okay. I didn't hate it. Okay. Right. So basically, what the book is here's the thing: you have to read the issue backwards for it to make sense. <laughs> it's a manga. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, <laughs> basically, you got to read it from left to right, like that, because the whole book is in a rewind flashback. Like it starts from the beginning uh, with. Like I said, like last issue was, you know, Bruce and Thomas getting ready to fight to the death with like that. And Thomas just punches Bruce in the face, just knocks his ass out. But then it starts going to these flashbacks of how Thomas became, got to the spot where he is now. So it goes in the flashback of, yeah, he's been spying on Bruce the whole time. So when he proposed to Catwoman, he was there and he talked to Bane and he rescued Joker and how the button issue where Flash, reverse Flash pulled him from the other multiverse, whatever fuck like that. And then how uh, Martha Joker shot Catwoman and how he raised Catwoman and how he killed all his bad guys and how he beat Joe Chill uh, to a bloody pulp and how he's trying to rescue his son. He's praying to his son. It, it's it's an interesting book if you read it backwards. If you read it forward, it won't make any sense, but you got to read it backwards. Anyway, said all that to say this. We go to the end. Thomas beats the shit out of Bruce and he's telling him, Look, I'm I'm doing this for a reason. I'm trying to kill everything Batman about you so you can give up this shit. Because it's not a point. Go marry the girl. Go raise your son. Leave this shit behind. Stay down. Stay on your knees and don't get back up. Don't fight me again. And the book ends with Batman just on his knees kind of deciding what he's going to do the end. Or to be continued. So, What a bad book. What a bad book. Not not Tom King's best. And I do kind of feel like Tom King, okay, you know how you're getting ready. It's 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 four o'clock. And you know, it's four o'clock, and you know, you get off at, at four thirty or four fifteen, and you're about to ride the clock. <laughs> I do kind of feel like Tom King King's riding the clock because you know he's got what, like two or three issues left. So uh. this does feel like he's kind of riding the clock, but I like the issue. It was easy breezy. Just read it backwards. That's all I'm gonna say. If it's it's a three out of five if you read it regular, but it's a three point five out of five if you read it backwards. That's all I'm saying. So average as fuck. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's that's, that's what I got. You you got any more books? So. Um, what did I read? Oh, Vampironica. That's okay. right. Let's let's see what Vamp- Vampironica. So this is uh, Vampironica, New Blood, number one. A new uh, a new story arc, um, kind of continuing of the vampire 
Veronica and Jughead crossover that we had, uh, where Veronica goes, uh, gets sucked into an alternate parallel Riverdale universe and fights werewolves. Um, and then they get, and by a satanic spell book, she gets sucked back into the regular, her regular universe. And uh, we basically get a little bit more backstory about her family history. Um, it turns out, you know, Veronica comes from a long line of vampires and her great, 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 great grandpa was, uh, was like the very first vampire to ever come to America. Um, and meanwhile, there's another vampire in his gang are kind of going after her and, um, and they want some sort of revenge. So they have like a vendetta against her family. And he shows up at the end to confront her and he just simply says, you know, you will reap what you have soon. Um, and that's just to be continued. Um, pretty cool. Um, there was a lots of recap that I did like stuff that we already knew from the last story arc, um, which I think they could have just said like in an introduction, you know, but we spent like three or four pages kind of rehashing what happened. I, I thought that got a little, you know, lengthy, but, um, but other than that, it was still fun. You know, it's like, you know, these Archie horror comics are like a guilty pleasure of mine. And I think they're a lot of fun. So I give it a four out of five. Okay, cool. cool. Um, okay, next book I'm going to review is Deathstroke number 50. Now, right. the reason I'm reviewing this is because it's actually the final issue of this Deathstroke run. Now, I do want to say this. Those first, like, 10 issues of this Deathstroke run, everybody go read those run. Those books were fucking awesome. Is that is that the one where Christopher Priest was writing? Yes. Matter of fact, no, he wasn't writing those. Oh. <laughs> the awesome ones were written by somebody else. Oh, <laughs> this one was written by Priest. I love the one where, like, Deathstroke, like, like, was it that the way you said Deathstroke, like, might have knocked up, uh, or like somebody's kid, or who, or Dane Wayne might have been? No, no, that's that's Priest. That's Priest. Okay. That, that, okay. <laughs> yeah, but the beginning, like that, that he was like he was just a contract killer going around, and they gave him a contract to kill Superman, some shit like that. That shit was awesome, but that wasn't Priest. That was somebody else. But this is Priest writing this book, and this is the last issue of this Deathstroke run. What happens with this, we'll find out what goes from there. So the book starts off in the Dark Multiverse. So we have an evil Deathstroke. So we already know Deathstroke is a bad guy to end with. This is the bad, bad version of Deathstroke. (laughs) So the book opens up with Deathstroke killing Batman. And Damien standing over him. And Damien looking at Deathstroke like, you did it, father. You finally killed him. Looking at Deathstroke telling him, you finally killed Batman, father. You know, so either he... So he is his dad. in, In the Dark Multiverse. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and not only that, Wonder Woman is his wife. So is is, is Batman's wife? No, Deathstroke's, Deathstroke's wife. wife. Yeah. Okay. So and so yeah, Batman's just dead on the ground, and then he looks in the room, and the Teen Titans show up, pop out of nowhere, and they're like, "You killed Batman. We're gonna take you out." So, uh, Deathstroke just kills all the Teen Titans like it ain't shit. They just go just like that. Uh, and Nightwing is about to kill Death, uh, about to fight Deathstroke, but he gets shot in the head by Damien. With a gun. You're like, I never liked okay. your bitch ass anyway. You know. So he's dead. So there's only one Titan left and it's Raven. And Raven's like, you know what? My Titan the Titans gave their lives a sacrifice so I can have time to make this spell to get you the fuck up out of here. Because you're too evil. I'm gonna send you somewhere else to get you out of here. So she sends Deathstroke to the regular DC universe. So he pops up and apparently he's at war with our Deathstroke, the regular Deathstroke. So they fight and shit like that, and they realize we're not going to get nowhere. We're too even. We're too evenly matched. How about we just talk this shit out? So they go get IHOP. You know, they just sit down and just eat and shit like that. You know, uh, Deathstroke takes off his mask. The other evil Deathstroke tells him, man, the evil Deathstroke looks old as shit. 
Uh, but the new Deathstroke, basically, he looks at him. He's like, you look like you're 35. Yeah, so does Tom Cruise. I'm like, yeah. Uh, it's because uh, the our Deathstroke has a healing factor that makes him look younger than what he is. He really like in his 50s and 60s, but didn't look like it. Meanwhile, the other guy looks like he's in his 50s and 60s. They're the same age, but one looks older than the other one. And he's like, well, what do you want? He was like, well, I can't go back to my universe because they locked me out. So I'm just going to just cause havoc here. Uh, he was like, well, I got a plan. How about we try to send you you know we find some kind of teleporter send you back to your earth okay we'll do that so they go to this uh this evil scientist lab they find this guy they call their raven you know the raven of this universe uh and they're like send him back to his universe and she's like all right could but i want to like why not because he's evil if i send him back he's gonna kill a bunch of more people so y'all have fun with him and she just leaves and so the other deathstroke and Deathstroke like well what do we do now like, well, we're death strokes. What do you think we're going to do? Fight to the death. Okay. So just go to the pit in the bottom and just fight to the death. Uh, they get some good shots in on each other, but eventually the old death stroke has a heart attack. Just dies. That's it. Okay. So, yeah. So that's the end of that fight. <laughs> so now death strokes is like, well, fuck it. There's nothing left for me to do. So we the book ends with it's Christmas Eve. So Wintergreen comes in, you know, Wintergreen is like his Alfred, his sidekick, whatever like that. So Wintergreen comes in, he sees Deathstroke, or Slade, he's Slade now, making a turkey, you know, for Christmas Eve. He's back with his ex-wife, uh, his kids, you know, Rose and Jericho, you know, the be members of Teen Titans. They're sitting on the couch playing Xbox, you know, uh, Jericho is cheating, whatever like that, but they're just playing an Xbox. Slade is sitting down on the couch, drinking a beer, watching the game, you know, Wintergreen and his ex-wife are talking about, well, I'm thinking about getting back, uh, you know, with the Pentagon. I had a contract with him before. Now that Slade's retired, we need to get some income, stuff like that. And Slade is looking at his sword that, you know, he hung up on the mantle because he's like, I'm done with this Deathstroke shit. I'm done. So he's sitting there drinking a beer, watching the kid play the game, watching his wife have a conversation. And they're like, the turkey's ready. So he goes get the turkey. But on the way out, he takes his sword and leaves the door open. He dips. He's gone. <laughs> they're like, fuck. And his fans are like, well, he lasts longer than we thought he would. So, and that page ends with Deathstroke on some kind of assassination mission. Doing whatever the fuck. So, yeah, that's it. So, All right. Cool book. Uh, like I said, I didn't know what the fuck happened earlier. It's cool. Deathstroke versus Deathstroke. Cool ending. Priest wasn't as convoluted as he usually is. So, I'm going to give it about a four out of five. Yeah. Uh, All right. Shoot. I guess, I guess back on me. Oh, I got this. Uh... Kill Whitey Donovan. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Go, go do that. One. Yeah, yeah. From Dark Horse. Uh, yeah. Kill Whitey Donovan, number one. Um, this period revenge story taking place during the Civil War in the South. This uh, woman named Annabelle. She's like this, uh, or Anna. She's like a Southern Southern belle, and she wants revenge on some dude named Whitey Donovan. Okay. And I guess this guy drove her sister to commit suicide. I guess. Um, she teams up with this uh, runaway slave woman named Hattie and she agrees to help her because Hattie wants revenge on Whitey Donovan too. We don't know why. So they just go on the run in the South during the Civil War. Um, uh, kind of on the run from the slave masters and, uh, you know, um, and, the, and, that, and that's basically the setup. That's all that happens. It ends with uh, they're, they're being chased and um, Hattie gets shot. Um, that's kind of where it ends. Um, but there wasn't. There's some, you know, interesting, you know, 
stuff about you know the you know slavery and and the racism of the time, and then there was a, like they had this inter- interesting conversation between you know Annabelle, the white woman, and this slave. You know, Annabelle is crying, you know, about some shit, and you know Hattie's just like you know, okay, quit your crying shit, you know, because we got a long way to go. You know, what are you crying for? You know, you got a world, you got you got a home to go back to. You know, I'm a black slave in the South. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? So that just that 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 um that classism and that perspective clashing. You know, those two perspectives. You know, kind of uh, you know, at odds with each other. I thought that was pretty interesting. You know, like you're you're a white woman in the South. You're fine. I'm I'm a runaway slave. I'm dead basically. And then she gets shot. <laughs> Ends up getting shot, you know. So, so basically, like, what are you bitching about? <laughs> it was a kind of a funny conversation, but um, other than that, I mean, it's 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 an interesting story. I like to see where this goes. Um, art is really well done, and uh, yeah, I think I'm I think I might be on board. I'll give it a four out of five. Okay, I, I I started to pick it up. I started to pick it up, but the reason I didn't because there was another book that I wanted to get. And here's yeah. the thing, you like <laughs> now you and Comic Cast, I love y'all, but y'all get on my nerves sometimes. Okay. <laughs> because you're always going on about every Star Trek book that's always out and they won't shit up about GoBots and G.I. Joe and all this shit like that. So y'all reviewing the shit that you like to do. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to do what I like to do sometimes. I like James Bond. James Bond got a new book. I'm going to review James Bond because I'm going to talk about James Bond. So, all right. James Bond books. Let's go with it. So this is James <laughs> Bond number one uh, by Dynamite Comics. I think I don't know who did it. Fuck it. Doesn't matter. I think it was them or Boom. One of them. Boom, Dynamite, TNT, somebody. Somebody did it. IDW. (laughs) Somebody did it. So the book opens up exactly how you expect the James Bond book to open up. James Bond is banging somebody's wife. Uh, The dude uh, kicks in the door. Him and a bunch of goons. James Bond jumps out the window. They're chasing after him. He blows up something, throw him off there, and he gets away. Okay. That's it. Three weeks later, we cut to something else completely entirely different. Apparently, we are at some kind of uh, museum, and a painting has been stolen. So it's called the Rothko. The Rothko has been stolen. Uh, so this uh, insurance fraud agent has came in named Brandy Keys. She's come in to investigate. Uh, and she's saying, yes, yeah, somebody stole this painting. Some foul play going around here, but I don't know exactly what happened. They were like, well, you better find the painting because that's your job. When they leave, she has this uh, associate named Reeves. And she asks Reeves, oh, now how would you pull this job off? He goes to this whole bunch of scenarios. She's like, nah, that wouldn't work. Nah, that wouldn't work. Nah, that wouldn't work. He was like, well, what if they took the painting out and swapped the painting out with somebody else and had a, a driver on the payroll? She's like, huh, that might work. So they find out who was on route to like deliver the painting to the museum and they go to that uh, trucking company. They get the name of the person who did it and they go to his apartment. Uh, they find like something ain't right here. It's a little bit too clean, but they find out where he hangs out every Thursday They hang out some kind of pool hall. So they go to the pool hall. They find the guy, his name, I think Thomas Patel or something like that. I may be fucking the name up, but whatever. They find Thomas Patel. They start asking questions and he's like, who sent you? Who sent you? And Thomas Patel just pulls a gun out, you know, and they were like, whoa, 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 calm down. Now notice all this talk I'm doing. Who have I not talked about? James Bond. Yeah. <laughs> He hasn't shown up at once. So anyway, so Thomas Patel pulls a gun out on Brandy. He's out there fucking somebody. <laughs> Probably so. <laughs> like, oh, I didn't know I was supposed to be in this book, you know. <laughs> and so he pulls a gun out on Brandy Keys, and he's, Brandy's like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. We, I just want to have a conversation. And plus, you're not a killer. I've seen killers before. You're not a killer. And then some dude in the in the background just voices, yeah, you're not a killer. 
and then all of a sudden he gets a a, a pool stick, wraps him across the head, takes a gun, unarms him, and thing like that. The reason you're not a killer because killers are faster. And of course, it's James Bond. The book ends. So James Bond was in this book for the whole thing. So James Bond was in this book for three fucking pages. I bought this book and he was in the book for three fucking pages. It's about a chick named Brandy Keys. I didn't want to read a book about fucking Brandy Keys. I want to read a book about James Bond banging chicks, shooting people, jumping over beds, and and you know getting in death traps. None of that shit was in this book. It's a fucking. Uh, I thought he got laid. He was getting laid in the book, right? Yeah, like in one panel. Then some goons bust in the door and you know, you know, interrupted a minstrel. <laughs> you should have shot them for that reason. Yeah, boner killer. Right. <laughs> so yeah, so James Bond is in his book for like three pages. I don't know to be pissed, and it's a fucking a uh, painting heist, a museum heist, which double O's don't do. They do world domination. They do terrorist threats. They do a uh, weapons deal, drug deal, shit like that. They don't do museum heist. This what is shit. If, what if that? What if that painting is like a map to some secret lair, Nazi lair with some weird no, weapon? No, don't don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> I know what you're doing. <laughs> you're trying to get me interested in the number in issue two to see where this shit goes. You know, like I don't I don't know yet. <laughs> I'm undecided. Yeah, I mean. I gotta say, yeah. When you said a painting is stolen, he's like, "What is this, the Pink Panther?" And that's what it felt like. Like that's not James Bond. Yeah. Like get Inspector Clouseau to do this shit, you know. <laughs> so yeah. So overall, actually, the once I got got to read it twice. The first time I read, it, I was fucking pissed. I did feel like I got bait and switched. I'm like, yeah, you're ripping my, ripping me off for this. But I reread again. Who does he look like? I'm looking at the picture. Who? Uh... Random white dude number, like a character select screen you make on any random video game. Like, doesn't look like Bond. Like he doesn't look like any of the Jane. He doesn't look like Daniel Craig. Well, that's the thing. They might not have the rights to him. Because a lot of he times doesn't... when they make these video games and they make the characters, yeah. like they, they don't have the likeness to the actual actors. Like if you play the original GoldenEye on N64, it's just a random dude. You know, it, it doesn't, doesn't look like Pierce like, Brosnan. Yeah. So they probably look the like same Pierce way Brosnan. here. Yeah. Does it look like Roger Moore or Sean Connery? Right. Who's that, Lazenby or whatever? Like, <laughs> right. Like, make him Lazenby. Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but he just looked like just random white dude. So, it's just like, yeah, he's just, just Bond. So, whatever. Um, Eli, I, 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 I don't know, Eli. I felt like I got Right when you off, give man. an indie book a chance. <laughs> I get an indie book, and this is what I get. Randy Keys <laughs> in the museum heist. Fuck, I'm I just wanted you, you didn't like this book, but you liked the Batman book. <laughs> I mean, because I, at least the Batman gave, gave me, I could read it backwards. <laughs> this read it forward, backwards, <laughs> whatever the fuck. James Bond doesn't show up in the book. <laughs> oh, man. All he does is, is bang a chick and beat a dude with a pool stick, and there's two panels. That's it. <laughs> fuck, man. I'm going back to Superman. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, anything else we got? I'm, I'm booked out. I'm booked out I, myself. I read okay. my my three books, right? I did three books. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I read. I did, I did four because you did one of mine, so that's cool. All right. Uh, <laughs> let me say, if you listen this long, definitely like, share, and subscribe. Uh, definitely start other podcasts. We have uh, our sister podcast, Geek Staff. Like I said, this is the PG-13 version of Eli. You want to hear the the NC-17 version of Eli? That's where you want to go. Mm, the triple X. Just, 
That's him. Let my balls hang loose on that. Exactly. Um, he, <laughs> he he's yeah, naked on Anthony, every single Anthony's episode. Anthony's worse. Shit, Anthony's worse. <laughs> you guys, are, I don't know about what and what. You know, you should hear Anthony when we're not recording. It's okay, maybe that's what it is. Like, whoa, we can't say that. <laughs> yeah. I can see it now. The views of Geek Savs. Uh, fuck, I, I forgot where I was going with that. But anyway, uh, we have Comic Cast. We have This Geeks and Comics. Uh, they dropped a new one, so definitely listen to that. We have, uh, which one? The Transformers one? Uh, Instrument of Destruction. That one. Yeah, the, the one G.I. Joe and everything like that. Uh, Get Valiant. Like I said, they had the the creator or the money maker of Valiant or whatever like that a couple weeks ago. Definitely listen to that. The CEO, ex-CEO, whatever. Uh, Hulu TV. Are they still a thing? I keep saying them, but I haven't heard anything from them. There's like a couple new ones on there. Like a, a Geekin update or some shit. On the Fuck, maybe we need I to start saw, promoting I saw that. something popped up. Something popped up on the feed. I was like, yeah, oh, let's start promoting that. that. Yeah, let's, let's promote that. Uh, <laughs> All right, Geekery, yo. It's a bunch of them. One-stop shop. <laughs> yeah, anything you want, we, we got it. <laughs> Come on, do the theme song like you do on Geek Sab. You always got a special theme song. I, I just got just random shit like. I guess. Uh, I think I named the oh and and the wrestling one. Uh, wrestling not another Council? wrestling podcast. I know it's not that, but that's what it should be. Uh, and talking balls. And talking balls. Yeah, the football one. Uh, yeah, next week we're coming with some more stuff. Maybe some more crises episodes. We'll see where we go. And the finale of Watchmen. We're not gonna talk about Watchmen this time. We're talking oh, about next yeah, week. Man. We'll talk about it next week. We're gonna Last get into it. We're gonna get into it. Yeah. yeah. So until then, this is Leroy. This is Eli. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Same bullet time, same bullet channel. Diamonds are forever. Stimulate to tease me They won't leave in the night I've no fear that they might desert me Diamonds are forever Throw your diamonds in the sky if you feel the vibe Diamonds are forever The rock is still alive every time I rhyme Forever, ever, forever, ever Still, people lose hands, legs, arms for real. Little was known on Sierra Leone and how we connect to the diamonds we own. When I speak of diamonds in this song, I ain't talking about the ones to be clone. I'm talking about Rockefeller, my home, my chain. These ain't conflict diamonds, is they Jacob? Don't lie to me, man. See, you're part of me saying, keep shining. How? When I know where the blood diamonds. Though it's thousands of miles away, Sierra Leone connect to what we go through today. Over here, it's the drug trade. We die from drugs. Over there, they die from what we buy from drugs. The diamonds, the chains, the braces, the charms is. I thought my Jesus piece was so harmless. Till I seen a picture of a shorty armless. And here's the conflict. It's in a black person's soul to rock that gold. Spend your whole life trying to get that ice. Polar rugby, it looks so nice. How could something so wrong make me feel so right? Right? Before I beat myself up like Ike, you can still throw your rocker for the diamond tonight. Because throw your diamonds in the sky if you feel the vibe. The 
rock is still alive every time I rhyme. Forever, ever, 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 ever. Chain back. That'll be the same day I gear the game back. You know the next question's all, yo, where Dame at? This track the Indian dance to bring our rain back. What's up with you and Jay, man? Are y'all okay, man? Yep, I got it from here, yeah, damn. The chain remains, the gang is intact. The name is mine, I'll take blame for that. The pressure's on, but guess who ain't gonna crack? <laughs> Pardon me, I had to laugh at that. How could you falter when you're the rock at your balls? I had to get off the boat so I could walk on water. This ain't no tall order, this is nothing to me. Difficult takes a day, impossible takes a week. I do this in my sleep. I sell kilos of coke. I'm guessing I could sell CDs. I'm not a businessman, I'm a businessman. Let me handle my business, damn. Kanye's, you got me. Freeway and Foxy. YG's, Pierre Marie. PD, watch me. Bleed could be. One hit away his whole career As long as I'm alive, he's a millionaire And even if I die, he's in my will somewhere So he could just kick back and chill somewhere Oh yeah He don't even have to write rhymes A dynasty like my money lasts three lifetimes Shelly Bass is in the rear Saying exactly what I was saying Practically my whole career The diamond is fat, five the mind is forever Now the Louis Vuitton dawns time It couldn't be better Titanic sinking. Instead, we rose from the ash like a phoenix. If you're waiting for the end, the dynasty sign, it will seem like forever. It's a mighty long time. Uh.